0: You're a dad, you're a dad, an attentive kind of dad. Well, then this is the podcast for you. You've used all your dad powers by 0600 hours. Well, then this is the podcast for you. Of course, I did the Army song parody and not the Navy when we have a guest from the Navy. <laughs> is, but is, is there a Navy the, song? It, it, there is. It's Anchors Away.
1: Oh, Anchors Away. But nice. I couldn't
0: come up with an Anchors Away parody quick enough. But we can do a podcast quick enough, and we are the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life and veteran dad life and active service dad life. If you are an active service member or a veteran living somewhere around the world, welcome to the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life. We are Bad to the
1: Dad. Bad to the Dad. With Coach Episode twelve and Adam D and Adam. D. You gotta D. let me get through the 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 am yeah, Sorry, I jumped in. you you're,
0: you're fired up. You're fired I, up. I'm A little jump, jazz. yeah. Yeah. Kind of right. That's okay. That's you know, okay. It, it's
1: it's 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 the few, the proud, the dads. The dads. Yeah. You know, I'm a little great. take
0: on the uh, old '80s Marine slogan. Absolutely. You remember that.
1: And it's uh, I've come to respect and appreciate military much more so in my older age. Yes.
0: Well, I. Mm. Am the, uh, the son of a military mm-hmm. member, a nephew yes. of a military member, yeah. a grandson of yes. uh, you know, folks who have served in the military. I did not, mm-hmm. but uh, tremendous respect for all those that have and all who do it currently.
1: Yep. I mean, for me, my grandfather served, uh, my cousin Scott, ah, uh, yeah. who served on the McFall, the Navy. Um, I think I was a Vietnam baby, and so I <laughs> saved my dad from having to go to Vietnam. Um, but uh, I have a tremendous amount of respect and have learned a lot through what they go through in order to help serve our country.
0: Well, we are going to hear stories from Andy Brown. Andy Brown! Who is a graduate of Annapolis. Mm-hmm. No, those folks who go through that system, it's a different kind of college experience, always, always scintillating. You know, you always get... A very unique story from somebody who graduated from one of the service academies, and then of course he did his five years and change mm-hmm. uh, as a, a member of the Navy when he got out of Annapolis, so we'll hear a little bit about his story and also a little bit more about his family. But before we do that, I just want to congratulate Greg Feig. Greg Feig, he did it! He ding, did it. He, ding, he, ding, ding, Not only did he have a flight... Are you
1: ready to rumble? He, did, he didn't
0: kiss the canvas. He did anything. not. he get knocked out. So... It's wild. I was texting with him this week. Yes. And by the way, if you're just joining Bad to the Dad, let's just give a little bit of background. Okay. Uh, Greg Feig, uh, about three years ago, his daughter Jolie was diagnosed with AML leukemia, which is one of the... The most the dangerous hearted, yeah, for, yeah. forms of, of leukemia. The life expectancy is not high whatsoever. Go back um, and listen
1: to the podcast. Episodes three and four. Yeah, I believe Daddy so.
0: Daddy Said Knock You Out. Yes. It's a two-parter. Yeah. So part one, you hear about the, the journey and the fight that Greg fought on behalf of Jolie. And then in episode four, you hear about the literal fight that... He just did he in just the did city at the recently. Hammerstein Ballroom. He was raising
1: money for, how much money did he raise? Over
0: 49, almost $50,000. 50, 50 bills, man. Dad to, to the Dad has provided a generous donation. Yes, we have. All right, for the Gift of Life Bone Marrow Registry. So he was doing this fight for leukemia and pediatric cancer awareness, but the money will go to the Gift of Life Registry. Uh, get swab. get that cheek swab, get into the registry. You never know, you could save a life. Uh, Jolie Savior felt that way, was walking down the street, saw a sign and said, and, I could be a hero today. And again, the guys from Iran, I, I mean, just a, a fluke. Who knew? Uh, who knew? So he, he had his fight. He did admirably.
1: If you did go you to see his, after, did you see after, did he have any black and blue No, marks? no,
0: because he was wearing his that, that mask, and I don't think he got so hard that there would have been any cuts, mm-hmm. but if you cut look my at eye, look at my some, eye. <laughs> okay, uh, get up, I didn't hear any bells. Nicky <laughs> loves you, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> If you go to Facebook and you see some of the videos that his friends as well as his wife uh, Tara had posted, it's amazing what they do. It's like being at Madison Square Garden. It's like a real fight. Well, they have a whole montage, a training montage with with music that gets you all pumped up. Mm -hmm. When he got into the ring, he was dancing around the ring. They, They introduced his opponent first. Okay. And then he gets into the ring and he's like... Punching in front of him, dancing all around the ring, no trying to intimidate.
1: Yeah, like
0: Apollo Creed. Like Apollo Creed. So the fight goes on. Yes. And he told me that he was declared the winner. He how, like and a then a TKO they, or I don't know. I think he, he landed more punches. Yes. But then they reversed the decision. Wow, is that possible? We're gonna find out. We'll Let's go we'll, back to the taste. We're gonna do a mini episode. Yes. Kind of the aftermath of of this whole experience for our listeners. Yeah, and I I was um. Gonna go to his house today to get some get yeah, some sound. Yeah, did work out though. But he's, uh, he's got some things going <laughs> his on. His head's that. still ringing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's he's probably the the most stable in the house. Yes. You know, it's that time of year when kids get sick. Yes. Yes. And and things just happen. So we're going to uh, catch up with with Greg Feig again at a later date and we'll we'll air some of that sound here on Bad Today. Cuz I got
1: to tell you my money again, love Greg and I'm sure he put on a great fight. Yeah. My money was against was against him. If it was I was on the other guy. It was on the other guy. And then I would've been like really bummed cuz I would have lost, uh-huh. and I kind of would have won because Greg still won, but then I would have won in the you know, end. Doesn't was I think matter. it was fixed. I think, doesn't fixed. Matter. I well, think well, the fight was fixed. What what if, so so apparently both got a ribbon,
0: both were winners. Oh, everybody's what? a winner. Is that well, how it everyone's goes? Everyone's a winner because they raised a lot of money. Did you know that Almost $1.5 million was raised for this event. The female fighter that Greg showed us with the yeah. black eye. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Yeah, right, yeah. I, I would only hope that she'd be on my side. Absolutely. She raised like $260,000 of that $1.5 million. A quarter dollars. million dollars. Yeah,
1: yeah. But she has quite a following. Apparently she does. But $50,000, hey. uh, no slouch. That is no you're no. You're a tremendous slouch. <laughs> Randy, you
0: know who was also a knockout with graphic design and marketing? Let me guess. That must have been... Becky Berman Indeed. of BermanCS.com, yeah, that's right.
1: and listen, we've got our we got our bone daddy, we've got our logo. She is our one and only consistent sponsor, week after week after week. Not that she is the only one that we want. I mean, if other businesses we like were listening, more, but she's been the most consistent. Us. BermanCS.com, whether it's uh, website design, graphic design. Do you know what else? Tell me. We get over 400 downloads a week now. Mm-hmm. 400. Because of Becky? I think partly because they love they love Bone Daddy. They love Bone Daddy. Well, I'm Bone put, Daddy's a character on himself. This, this is a true story. This is, uh, as you know, I'm a professor, mm-hmm. uh, and I teach at uh, the county college, Union County. I'm still struggling with that. The fact that you are in a classroom
0: <laughs> yes. teaching students, impressionable students, Absolutely. who are trying to make it in life, yes. and you are their shepherd? Yes.
1: It's very wrong.
0: It's Kids, very- Union County College, you see Professor Nathan... Yes. Uh, you may want to strip that class. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm sure you do a fabulous no, 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 job.
1: First, no, I love doing it, and they all call me coach. They're not allowed. to. Call ah, okay. Me they, they can't. They call me. They don't call me Professor Nathan. Because, and they definitely don't call you Doctor. But they can call me a Professor. They call me Coach. Uh, and so they discovered bad to the dead. they discovered it. Oh, okay. And they keep asking me questions like, "What do you do? What are you going on?" I say, "You know what? I'll give you a shout out this week." Like really? I'm like, so this is my shout out to minorities in America class. I have it on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 2.30 to 3.25. All my peeps in that class, shout out to you. Hello, peeps. Hello, peeps. And thank you for listening. No, it's a great class. people are listening. Yeah, people are listening. Mm -hmm. So, 400 downloads. Every episode gets at least 100. I mean, it's really... We're doing something here, Adam D. We're actually... we're living the dream. We are we are putting out a product.
0: Yes. We are building our base. And if you want to see a little bit of what that looks like, in addition to what that sounds like, go on social media. Our Instagram account is at bad to the dad, Facebook forward slash bad to the dad, and of course we have a website, which is kind of like our warm, cozy, digital home. It's www.badtothedad.com.
1: dot bad to the And uh how was this week as, uh, as a dad? Was it a good week for you as a dad? So how many runs dadded in did I have? How many runs dadded in did you get? <laughs> yeah,
0: I had, a, I had a few few real good ones. Not so many during the week, because yes. it, was, it was just a week. Yeah, Weekend was really good. My daughter got to go to a, a youth group conference. She's on cloud nine, because that is her happy place. Mm-hmm. Took uh, my son and his friend into Manhattan yesterday. Oh, and, that's right. You were and, there. Yeah, we saw a, a queen-based show called We Will Rock
1: You. Oh, that's right. I think I saw that on a ship Yeah, a cruise. It was, it yeah, it was a
0: lot of fun because it's Queen music, Yes, and the music is outstanding. The performers who were singing the music, outstanding. Story's a little hokey, but, you know, just going with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, took them to the comic book store, Forbidden Planet, in Ooh. in the city. They got their pop vinyl figures, yes. The Mandalorian, Disney Plus. Yes, if yes, yes. downloaded I just, it. I just doubt we have that yes. app now.
1: We got our... We're gonna start watching Mandalorian. Watch I hear the Mandalorian. I hear it's awesome. I'd
0: say, other than Rogue One, it's probably the best Star Wars product since the original now three, still, five, and six.
1: I see that there's two episodes. Is there gonna be like weekly episodes, or is it just, that's it?
0: So they're gonna kind of do what HBO does instead okay. of loading the entire season like at one shot. So you got a week every after week. Friday. All right. Okay. are gonna so as of this podcast, mm-hmm. the first two episodes have been loaded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right yeah. Now every I Friday, that. I think for the next. Eight weeks. All right, you're gonna get a Mandalorian. So
1: excited, and my wife wants to watch
0: it too. So I'm even double excited. Awesome. And then uh, today, yes. took a, if you're looking for a great dad son thing, yeah, go see Ford versus Ferrari. Really, you saw that? Loved it. Loved it. It's a long film for an 11 year old kid. Yeah. But you learn a lot about cars. It's like into cars now. Okay. We were actually looking at the dashboard. Yeah. I was talking about RPMs. I said, look at yes. the dial. at plays a big part in this film. Uh, you learn a lot about Ford. Is it about in the, Ford 1960s. Must- the,
1: the Mustang or is it? It's about the Mustang. The yeah. Mustang
0: that raced in Le Mans, okay. in France. Le Mans. And just dominated for yeah. four years in the late 1960s. Until. At a time when Ferrari yeah. was the be all end all in okay. racing. Yeah. Huh. So, um, so there's some history. You learn a little bit about business. Yes. You learn a lot about people and uh-huh. the politics of people. All right. And also trusting your friends. To get the job done. Uh-huh. But I just thought it was it was very well done. And look, it's got Bale.
1: Uh-huh. It's got Matt Damon. Yeah, you had two of the big stars. Yeah.
0: So it's it's got... What a nice the... thing to do
1: with your kids.
0: Yeah, well, we had not a whole heck of a lot that else is... to do. And he doesn't like sitting around watching football. So I thought this was kind of a cool thing. That yeah, is was quite a successful. Run
1: dead ends in a week. Yeah, weekend. Absolutely. What can have accomplished in two days? Man, How no. about you, coach? Uh, me, I had some decent you Noah. Know, uh, I, I always love it. You know, my, my two older kids don't live near me. And my oldest, first of all... As you know, my wife's birthday was recent. She called. Yeah, that
0: was that was a nice. Party. We had a big thank celebration last night.
1: Yeah, no, it was really nice. We had a great celebration. I mean, but... I had to
0: come in through the back, <laughs> but thank you for. We didn't want anybody us. know that you were there. We yeah, had, you know, uh,
1: you, you have that kind of persona. We where, do that too. We still have respect in the community, and we, you know, we got to be careful. Uh, but we, uh, but but she called my wife. She called Jessa. Spoke for forty five minutes. Had a great conversation, mm-hmm. uh, and so her from her. She's doing really well. She's, uh, I mean, her her boyfriend, great guy, Johnny. He's a Chiefs fan. God, he's tall. He is really tall. Yeah. Um, I need to
0: bring him over when yes. I need a
1: light bulb change with the
0: vaulted ceilings. Exactly. I have vaulted ceilings. You know, <laughs> I need him for
1: that. You know, so he's, he's a sweetheart of a kid. Bad part, he's a Chiefs fan. But we both hate the Raiders, which makes him actually okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's doing real well at work. You know, Alex is doing great. He's, at, he's out in uh, Arizona. He's working hard. He's back involved with softball. And uh, which makes me really, really proud because he's back playing uh, softball for his team. Good. Bottom of bat. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, if you're going to play, you got to look the part. you got to have the gear. And with the other two, with Michaela and Bree, Michaela is a 100% eighth grader, uh, doing some eighth grade drama. The great thing about her is she's very open with mm-hmm. us, so we can kind of be there for her. Communication's uh, a okay. kid. And communicate with her. Uh, and Bree is the Bree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she is, you know, at this private Jewish day school... And because Michaela had such great experience going into public school, she's ready to move on. Uh, but we're, we're in the hardcore time of pitching coaching lessons now. Uh, okay. This is softball. The, so softball, oh. fall softball is over, mm-hmm. but it's not over for the Nathans.
0: No. And, and you're, you're always on the clock when it comes to, <laughs> it to softball. It's never over. Yeah. Which is sometimes to the detriment of, the, of yes. doing this podcast yes. in a timely fashion. Exactly. But we get it done.
1: You know, so, so now they're with their pitching coach. Which is great, and uh, it's just really nice, and it gives me some time with them, and so it was a really good uh, run stated in week and weekend. Very so, good. Mm-hmm. Did you pop a zit? Uh, two or three of them. Okay, your yes. own or your kids? A combination of both. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I
0: yeah. I, I had a couple. Yes. That uh, that had to get turned over. Absolutely, it's, I love it's those. So satisfying.
1: Well, it is. It's a moment of uh, pressure release, if you shall say. Mm.
0: We're back <laughs> to the dead. We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, our episode today is The Few, The Proud, The Dads, and this is episode 12. If you visit us on social media, at Bad to the Dad, at Instagram, and of course, forward slash Bad to the Dad on Facebook, you will see pictures of our guest this week, and that is Andy Brown, Navy veteran. Andy, thanks so much for being on the program, and thank you for all you've done for our country. Thanks for being here, Andy. Of course. Thank you for inviting me. Andy, does it ever get old when people say, thank you for your service?
2: It, it doesn't get old, but it never gets comfortable for me. I, huh. I, I I feel like there's so many people that gave so much, mm-hmm. and I feel like I didn't give as much as they did. So I, I appreciate it. It's great to be recognized, but in a way, it makes me feel like I could have done more.
0: Okay. Now, we know that you are a an Annapolis grad, okay? And... You know, people that want to go to Annapolis—it's a they, big deal. They're, they're wired a little differently than it's, it's guys like deal. you and me, Randy. Who <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I, I wanted to be a game show yeah, host yeah, when yeah. I was growing no, they're up. They're real men. They're real yeah. men.
1: We are just playing.
0: So, where
2: was this seed planted? Do you, do you come from a military family, or uh, I don't? I'm, I'm the first in my family to uh, join the military. Aside um, from my great grandfather being in uh, World War One, mm-hmm. um, but for for me, it was not something that I wanted all my life. Uh, when I was doing the traditional college tour, my uh, before my senior year of high school, uh, we stopped down in Annapolis, and uh, just walked around, and uh, I saw everybody lined up, uh, got the uniforms on, marching in formation, all with a single purpose, all with a common goal, and something just clicked for me. Where are you, you going know? to high
1: school? Where are you in high school? Uh, up
2: in Massachusetts, a um, uh, place called the Rivers School.
1: All right, so you're up in Massachusetts. You're just taking the tour,
2: right? Yeah, we did tour down. You know, went down around DC, did North Carolina. We stopped mm-hmm. uh, stopped in Annapolis, and I, I fell in love with the place. I, I really yeah. did. We fell in love with the lifestyle. Did what is no, it you liked about it? Um, I liked the discipline. Uh, I liked um, the fact that I was going to be a part of a team, or mm-hmm. everybody there was part of a team. Everyone had a singular focus, mm-hmm. and um, I I never really had love. Focus or idea of what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. I knew that I could do something with it, but didn't know what. And mm-hmm. I thought this would give me. Did you like swimming? Goal. Did you like swimming? You know what? Ironically, no. <laughs> I, I'm not, I. But you I, knew not, how to swim when you uh, went oh into oh an accident, I certainly right? did. Yes. yes. Yeah. And if I, you don't know how, you'll certainly learn you know, how. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I could swim fine, but I wasn't a. I, I was no Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. I could get from point A to point B, but I wouldn't do set any speed records mm-hmm. doing so.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, I've I've been to Annapolis a bunch of times. I've actually been there to a, uh, for a football game, and we'll mm-hmm. talk a little bit about the pageantry because I know you love to take your family down there. That's a great experience, even when Army, they're not, Navy? Well, no, not not even when they're not playing a military academy. I saw yeah. them play Tulane mm-hmm. Navy. I watched a baseball game them.
1: down there. Football must be different.
0: Uh, football is, is quite a spectacle. Yeah. The, the flyover alone, mm-hmm. I mean, these guys, I think it's, is it F-14s? Uh, it, it varies from week to week. week to, I think I still F-14s. Yeah, they much. got so close that you could actually read the serial number <laughs> wow. underneath. Um, that, that alone, I mean, it just knocks your socks off. And then every time the, uh, the middies score, the middies in the stands come pouring out and they do push-ups. For, One yeah. push-up representing every point. Right. That they school, right.
2: Yep. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the plebes usually the freshmen uh, that are uh, kicked out of the stands and so told ah. to go down there, get there. Do so you stand. did that absolutely. So you so
0: you mentioned plebes. So I've actually been to Annapolis just visiting in July, which is when they bring the plebes in. You know, they bring mm-hmm. them earlier than most college yes. students. Most college students arrive mid to, to late August. The plebes are there from the beginning of the summer, and. Like you say, the rank and file going into the mess hall at the same time bring us back to that period. And did you ever have that? Oh my god, what did I get, in, get into? Uh,
2: absolutely, from from day one, hour one. Um, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, I, I didn't really know what I was getting myself into, but uh, they, it's a definitely culture shock. Uh, and they'll turn your head around in, in, a, in a hurry. Now, you did know?
1: you go to a public school or a private school? It was a private school, private school, uh, yes. And you, you stop off, you say, Oh, I like Annapolis now. It's very difficult to get in Annapolis. Yeah. I think on annual basis, I think 10,000 applicants, they accept 1,000 kids.
2: Hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, And um, I, I was very lucky you know, going, going through high school. It was a relatively small school. Yeah. I, I was a three-sport athlete. What sports uh, did you play? I uh, played football, uh, wrestling, and tennis. All right. Did you Thanks. wrestle in Annapolis? Oh, no, no, no. Again, small school. I right. was a, I was a good athlete at a small yeah. school. I was Did you box? Nothing. I know they have a big boxing thing uh, there. Never before I went there. Yeah. Uh, but that was something that we we did while we were there. Everybody yeah. learned, mm-hmm. learned to box, learned uh, judo, wrestling, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I know you have to have pretty good academic prowess to get into Navy, but there's a whole other set of criteria, like letters from... Uh, politicians, local politicians, right?
2: Yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah. They're, they're looking for a very well-rounded student, uh, looking for somebody who's got the book smarts, somebody who uh, shows the leadership skills, the leadership potential, um, somebody that puts themselves out there on, on the athletic fields. And then there is a the whole uh, aspect of trying, of trying to get the nomination from a uh, congressman or uh, a senator. Do you remember who, who wrote the letter for you? Uh, I do. Uh, Barney Frank really oh, no Pretty kidding, kidding. <laughs> yep. no yeah. kidding from the, from the Dodd-Frank absolutely. legislation we're we all familiar yeah. with that now? absolutely yeah. what do you remember what he wrote about you uh it actually it, it wasn't he didn't have to write anything about me i had to fill out essentially another application another mm-hmm. college application for him send it away go for an interview where he just you know a normal job slash mm-hmm. college interview and i got the nod Huh. Do, do yeah. you still have the, the letter or any documentation uh, that I
0: do somewhere? I'm sure. Yeah, I and mean, it's uh, suitable for framing. I would think so now. <laughs> well, you know, Frank's in the conversation. Yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> wow. so, so you went through uh, Annapolis, and I know a lot of other Navy grads. Well, actually, let me put it this way: I worked with two others, and when I was there uh, around the Fourth of July, I took a picture of those plebes walking into mm-hmm. the mess hall. I I sent one picture to one guy who um, did uh, submarine engineering. And I said, Does this bring back memories? And he says, Yeah, bad ones. <laughs> and then I sent it to another guy who was a Navy SEAL, and he goes, Yeah, brother, that was one of the best times of my life. But I think for the most part, people look back and, and loved having
2: gone to the academy. Yeah, they, they say it's a, a lousy place to be, but a great place to be from.
1: Yeah, that's, <laughs> and it's, it's officer training, correct? Yes. Yes. And so when you graduate, what what's your rank?
2: Uh, ensign, or well, ensign if you go Navy, yeah. second lieutenant if you go Marine Corps. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. My my cousin, who's I just found out, shout out to my cousin Scott Tipton. He was he was career Navy. He uh, he was on the fall it uh, spent a lot of time out there. So we uh, we have a family member on that was Navy. But in your in 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 your education through Annapolis, it puts you on a kind of different kind of career path, right?
2: It does. It, it's very um, very engineering oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone that gr- graduates from there has a Bachelor of Science. Uh, I was actually, I have a Bachelor of Science, but I was an English major, uh, okay. which is very unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any given semester, I'd probably have three or four core engineering courses. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the physics, chemistry, general engineering, statics, uh, naval engineering, and I'd have one, maybe two courses in my, in my major. Huh. So, oh. it's, so when you uh, got out of Annapolis,
0: where were you stationed? What was your What was how your How work?
2: Yeah, so from there, uh, I was a I was designated as a surface warfare officer, you know, basic ship driver. Okay. Um, and following graduation, uh, we go up to Newport for another six eight months of training mm-hmm. on the real specifics, the nitty gritty of mm-hmm. what you need to know to be on board a ship. And hmm. all through the four years that you're there, you get a general idea. You learn the you know the book book stats and wh- how it's uh, how it works. to Be a surface mm-hmm. warfare officer. But to get the real specifics, you know, I was an engineering officer. Mm-hmm. I had to learn really how the naval engineering worked. You know, and were you on a ship? Uh, not up in Newport. Newport mm-hmm. was more classroom training okay. and simulator training, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where we, we got the mix of the academy grads along with all the ROTC people also. Yeah.
1: Ooh, ROTC! Uh, yeah, ROTC. Yeah. Went to school with a few of those as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand to graduate... Annapolis, there's like an obstacle course. That's like a serious obstacle course you have to do under a certain time. Is that uh, correct?
2: Uh, that is now. They, mm-hmm. they didn't have that specific course uh, when when I was going through Phew, it. Phew, I <laughs> heard it's pretty rough. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so now I think uh, at the end of their pre they have um, what they call C-trials, mm-hmm. which is essentially a, a 8, 10-hour period where you're through this whole physical mm-hmm. uh, rigor uh, routine where they have the mm-hmm. obstacle courses. Uh, there's, there's, um the endurance courses, all that good mm-hmm. stuff—that's mm-hmm. uh, supposed to be the culmination of your your training mm-hmm. as a plebe. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. When you were on active duty, what were some of the things that you
2: saw? Uh, I, the whole join the navy, see the world—that that was me. I, I met my mm-hmm. first ship on the Persian Gulf. Uh, with, uh, spent a lot of time in Bahrain and the uh, UAE, which amazing place—Abu mm-hmm. uh, Dhabi, Dubai. Um, on the way home, went to Australia. I went to American Samoa. Um, uh, from there when my ship was home port in Hawaii,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, I got home just in, got home to Pearl Harbor just in time to decommission it. Mm-hmm. So I spent three months decommissioning it there in Pearl Harbor. Moved from there to, um, to New Jersey where, uh, again, went out to the Persian Gulf again on the way, I went to Spain, went to Greece. Um, mm. let's see, where else, um, a lot
0: of very exotic
2: locations. Yeah, though. yeah, but it seems sounds
0: like all four corners of the globe.
2: Yeah, I, I've um, now circumnavigated the world with the exclusion of you know California to New Jersey. Right.
1: Did you ever uh, out in Coronado?
2: Uh, I was never out that way. Yeah,
1: that's what I do a lot of this—the the Navy SEAL training out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those guys are some. Did you ever any desire to go to Navy SEAL?
2: Um, I didn't. Yeah, I, I knew that very shortly after getting there, I learned that 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 was not that was not your cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, cup of tea. The, yeah, the um. I, bunch of guys I graduated with, mm-hmm. went, went SEALs, mm-hmm. and they're a they're very special breed. They are a unique breed. I, I've
0: worked with many, um, you know, after they have long left the military, and I feel like they're looking through me. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, what what worthless specimen well, am, I, am I looking The thing out? I've learned about Navy SEALs, it's not there's not one type of Navy SEAL. No, have, you're right. It has nothing it's about physical endurance. Mm-hmm. It's about this complete desire to be part of this unit, to be part of the SEALs, which is above and beyond anything else. It is a unique kind of mindset that gets you through the the horrendous training you have to go I through.
0: Are, I also hear that some of the greatest physical specimens, the wrestlers and football mm-hmm. players with 3% body fat, yep. they're not necessarily they the cannot, best SEALs. It's the guys who've got it upstairs, upstairs and the endurance. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, if anything, probably the guys have been pushed around a little bit. A little
1: bit, yep. they overcome overcome that, that resiliency. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I've also heard a stat. You, you tell me if this is uh, off the planet or not. Like, 70% of those that partake in, in military service are non-combatants. They meant not even see a, a, a shot fired.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely believe that. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. It, was that the case for you?
2: Uh, it, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see shots fired. Uh, the time I was uh, on the Persian Gulf, was uh, we did a lot of um, the enforcement of the oil embargo. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we would you know, track down ships that we suspected of uh, smuggling oil of Iraq. Mm-hmm. You know, detain them, escort them to a holding uh, location where they would be dealt with. And so that way.
1: The, the, the mid-90s or so? Uh,
2: yeah, that was uh, actually uh, around, was it, 98, uh, I yeah. guess. Okay. 90s, yeah, yeah. It was not Co- long of... ago. <laughs> not yeah, <in> the <laughs> still yes. Yeah, longer than we think. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so,
1: um, what about your family? How they feel about you going to Annapolis?
2: Uh, my parents were fully supportive, you know, very, very proud of the the decision. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I made. Um, shortly after, when I was in the military, I met my, my current wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a big decision to make mm-hmm. um, as far as you know whether I was going to stay in uh, for a full 20 years, retire mm-hmm. from the Navy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I heard a story from my, my boss, my immediate boss on, on my last ship, who told me about going on deployment coming home and his son called him by his first name for the next eight months. Oh,
1: gosh. Yeah, hmm. and that was... That was not something you wanted yeah, to do. That was do.
2: crushing to me, yeah. you know, one thing, that idea.
1: I think, you know, given the times, one thing we've learned about is that there, there are members who are the military who go out there and serve from that part, but there's a lot of civilians that are also, that are support your efforts, that are part of the, the non-military element of what goes on throughout the country. What kind of interactions did you have with civilians that weren't military?
2: Uh, a lot of, the, we had a lot of um, contractors that would come mm-hmm. on board mm-hmm. either to inspect, help inspect, help mm-hmm. do repairs, uh, help with the training. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, they're just as important you know, to getting the ships ready to go and get the mm-hmm. uh, the crew ready to, to perform their mission. Yeah.
1: And do you have to have any kind of, uh, is it is there any need for you now or are you completely done with the military? There's no, every, every year or so you go back for regular training, things like that, or is that...
2: Yeah, my, my ties are now severed. Um, mm-hmm. For, I think it was five, five six years after mm-hmm. I got out, uh, I was on what's called inactive reserve. Okay. Um, where I, I didn't have to muster, I didn't mm-hmm. have to go for training, mm-hmm. but I was on call if needed. If needed, okay. Yeah.
0: So we know you're professionally an operations guy with a big pharma company. Has your military service informed? Your your work in your professional life?
2: Uh, absolutely, yeah. I'm uh, I work in quality assurance now. Ah, yeah, very okay. very detail oriented, mm-hmm. very by by regulation, and that's a lot of what was drilled into me as uh, a military member. There's that there's that discipline
0: you were looking for. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely, So yes, you yes. weren't disappointed. No, yeah. so you've got two kids. Yes, right. Yeah, I know you've got Evan and Kyle, and we've traveled with them internationally. That's we, right, we, but we, had, we had we had we had a ball. We right. had yeah. an absolute, I can't wait for the next trip. But um, obviously, you've exposed them to Annapolis, and I'm sure they've heard the stories of your time in the Navy. Do you think they're going to? You think they're going to get the bug? You think they might do uh, either enlist or try to uh, uh, apply to Annapolis
2: or any of the service uh, academies? Evan is uh, definitely catching the bug. Uh-huh. Um, we, which is somewhat ironic, because I've tried very hard not to push it on him. Right, and he's 15 it, now. He is 15. All right, so mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's getting into that freshman, thought process yeah. where
0: he's. You know, a couple of years thinking about where he might want to go to college or service academy, as the case may be.
2: Right. Yeah. So he's yeah he's now setting up his schedule so he can put his best foot forward to to the academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's working on trying to find those leadership positions. He's you know he's an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, and my only hope is that I can allow him to make a more informed decision than I did. Mm-hmm. While I, I don't regret my decision in any way, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I want to make sure he knows. So can you give us any um, specific situations where he,
0: if you'll pardon the phrase, he kind of comes in gun ho about going to going into military service, and you have to tell him to sort of pump the brakes and focus on other things.
2: Have there been any situations like that? Uh, not not like that specifically, but I think that he still doesn't hasn't quite wrapped his head around what is involved. Yeah, no. yeah, he. He again goes down for the football games. He sees all the best parts of the academy. He sees mm-hmm. the pageantry at the, the football games. He sees everybody marching around. Yep. He doesn't understand what happens inside mm-hmm. Bancroft Hall, you know, the big, the main building on, on right. the Naval Academy. Uh-huh. Doesn't ha- understand what happens inside. Doesn't really understand what the day-to-day life is after graduation. The hours you put in. So how tough those classes are. Takes. So I mean,
1: can you fold the perfect corner on your bed?
2: I absolutely can. Now, do you I, expect
1: I, the same from your kids?
2: Uh, I would like to say yes, but I've <laughs> given up on that. You just want I'm them to like make a, their bed. You don't care I how they do. it. just want them to wipe yeah. the pee from the toilet
0: seat. <laughs> that would be a good start. Yeah. That would be a good start. No, I, I, I get that experience, <laughs> too. But I also noticed Kyle, the younger one, uh, fourth grade? Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Fourth grade. Uh, he does the scouts. Yes. And I know that a lot of folks who eventually go on in the military, they got their start in scouts, and they keep with
2: it. And do the Boy Scouts, Eagle Scouts, yep. etc. Mm-hmm. Is he all in on the Scouts? Uh, he loves it now. Uh, he loves the outdoor stuff. He loves the hiking. He loves going on all these trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure that he's all in on the, the part that would carry over to a military lifestyle. Right. You know, he's, uh, he's more a wild child yeah. you know, <laughs> than, than Evan ever was. That's good to have a balance, right? Yeah, absolutely.
0: I always loved the Pinewood Derby.
1: Ah, oh, that's right. My my brother used to do the scouts and you make the car and that's when you kind of come up and you have to roll it down and...
0: Helps to have an uncle who's got the wood shop tools. Yes. Right. Because the, then that thing looks like the General
1: Lee and... They still do the Pinewood Derby. Oh, yeah. And then they right. do regattas
0: now, too. So they're not just doing the car race, they're doing a boat race. Huh.
1: Yeah. I know it's all about the badges. It's so all about it's the, the badges. Badges and...
0: To be honest badges? Badges? With- Badges? You, know, you do need the stinking badges. We don't you need those no stinking you badges. Because if you don't get those stinking badges, you don't move on to, what is it, like, Bobcat and Bear yeah. and Wolf and the wolves? We always seem to the... do that. We
1: always seem to find some kind of movie reference of our youth. Yeah, I'm surprised
0: <laughs> it's taken us this long, to be honest with you, in, in, in this interview. We were talking a little bit about Evan. Um, Evan was a preemie yes. when, when he was born. Tell us a little bit about that story and kind of what your family went
2: through. Sure. Um... My, uh, my wife, Madeline, had uh, what's called um, preeclampsia, mm. where for uh, unknown reasons, her blood pressure was elevated all throughout her pregnancy. Um, she uh, went on bed rest around week 22, 23, uh, and they were hoping to get Evan to you know, 35, 36 weeks, uh, but wasn't meant to be. Uh, in her 26th week, uh, her blood pressure spiked, his uh, heart rate dropped, and they said, all right, now's the time. Uh, emergency C section. He was mm. born at twenty six weeks. Wow. Uh, weighing uh, just over a pound and a half, and uh, at, at the time we were just looking at this uh, today's World Prematurity Day. Yeah. And uh, he, oh wow, was is yeah. that a
1: mazel tov? I mean, what do you say on that kind of situation? I think mm-hmm. you. Say, is it a congratulations? I, I don't
0: know. I think it, well, I think given Andy and his family's circumstances, it is sort of it, like it, a yeah, congratulatory day, <laughs> It's a celebratory yeah. day, yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, mm.
2: At the time he was born, he had about a forty percent chance to live. Wow! Yeah, um, he spent the next three months in the NICU and uh, Morristown Hospital, where they saved his life on a daily basis, mm. uh, and uh, it was.
1: And you couldn't hold him. He he was in one of those little um, what is yeah, it called incubator like incubator right Isolates, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah yeah amazing
0: yeah. to think that you know Evan he's he's a giant kid now <laughs> he's almost as tall as you
2: Yep. Yeah. and
0: yeah. Uh, and and an athlete active kid and. You know, all brains functioning oh, yeah, uh, he, yeah, at a very high level.
2: Yeah, he's uh, very much a success story and mm-hmm. uh, a poster child for what the research, uh, the um, foundations like the March of Dimes mm-hmm. uh, support um, and how they can have a direct impact on uh, these kids' lives. Did you want to have kids? Absolutely. Yeah? yeah absolutely. Boys? Um, I, I really didn't care. Yeah. yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Boy, girl, just always looking for that healthy kid. Mm-hmm. And, we got, we got there eventually. You got there eventually. It
0: sounds like you're giving something back. I know you're active in the March of Dimes. What kind of work do you do with them?
2: Uh, a lot of it is fundraising. Um, my wife uh, was very involved immediately after Evan's birth, uh, going around from company comp- to company, uh, giving talks, just talking about what the March, March of Dimes does. Uh, what the research they, they is. don't just
1: collect quarters anymore,
2: not not so much anymore. <laughs> I think it's dimes, the dimes, quarters. I <laughs> mean, go back and get the some dimes. Dimes. there. You go, there's there
1: it is another there one, Mel Brooks. Better go back and get a
0: shitload of dimes. That's right, uh, <laughs> L- 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 the Highway, very yeah. good. Okay, L- Bridge. I think we've hit our quota, which,
2: <laughs> which is great. So, um, and have you gotten Evan and Kyle active in March of Dimes work as well? Yeah, once Evan was old enough, I think from the age of about six or seven, he would join Madeline and actually give. Tell his story a little bit to these, um mm-hmm. to all these companies, you oh. know, to really put a face mm-hmm. with uh, the research that's done and put a face to prematurity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, after that, when he was old enough, he was he's been standing outside Shoprite every year, you know, collecting those cans.
0: He's got the premise for his college essay now. I'll tell you absolutely, that. Yeah. yeah. Unless you know there was some other direction he wanted to go in. <laughs> no, that, that's a good one. Like he's Puritan's, Puritan's Bigots of so Builders. I, I know that was mine.
1: One of the questions I have is. How familiar are they, I mean is, it's I evident mean, in terms of the premature nature of his life into who he is now? Is that something that comes up in conversation or is it kind of just thank God it happened, we don't talk about it?
2: No, we, we definitely talk about it. We want him to really remember where he comes from so mm-hmm. that he that he doesn't take anything for granted. Mm-hmm. And it's good to remind us also when he's I want to drop kick him. You know, <laughs> that, you know, this is, but remember, this is he our off this big, right? Yep. He's mm-hmm. a miracle. Yep. You want to strangle him? Yeah, that's right. But I probably <laughs> shouldn't. Yeah,
0: there, there was a time you were one and a half pounds and I kind of just punted you across the room. But of course, we would never do that. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: definitely not.
0: Family of four, we know you like to travel a little bit. We know you like to go down to Navy games.
2: What else do you like to do with the family? What
0: do, what do the Browns do for a good time?
2: Uh, it, it seems like it's all sports all the time, mm-hmm. you know, especially this season. Um, you know, Kyle's very involved in, in soccer and uh, getting involved in basketball. Uh, Evan's a big tennis player now. And uh, it, it seems like everything's focused around them, getting them to their places that uh, mm-hmm. they need to be, from party to game to you know, retreat, for, weekend yeah. retreat. Yeah, yeah sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Youth group retreats. Yeah. yeah.
2: And then what do you like to do
0: yourself when you get quote-unquote ha-ha-ha free time, which we know the suburban dad does not get a lot right. of?
2: Well, well, you tore me away from my Patriots game today. Oh, oh well, we did that. That's... But you
0: felt pretty confident in spite of the, the loss last week to Baltimore, right?
1: It's ball, it was ball. 10 9 at the half. 10 night at the yeah. half.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, love, love sports. Uh, love uh, just spending time with the family. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it is.
1: Now, do you often find yourself providing wisdom, life lessons on things that you went through in order for them to understand life?
2: Uh, I, I try. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot more focused on Evan now, where he's mm-hmm. voiced his desires. Yeah, I tell him, you know, Evan, think about it. Is this what you want to do? In order to get where you want to be, mm-hmm. you know. So it's that type of thing I find with him, uh, Kyle. I'm still working on finding the angle. He <laughs> is a young dude.
1: <laughs> now, real quick, real quick, what was your final rank when you left the military?
2: Uh, I was a lieutenant.
1: <laughs> lieutenant. Ooh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So a lot of people had to salute you. Uh,
2: not not that many, but enough. Enough. <laughs> did
1: you like that salute?
2: Um, I did at the time. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was, it
1: was it's all hard. part of the the nature of the the military and the significance of how you. Uh,
0: Well, you know, there are no fraternities at Navy like there are at Colorado and Hofstra, which is where we went. The Navy is just sort of one big fraternity. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that when you go down there for events, you know, mainly football games, it's there's like a mutual understanding, an unsaid understanding. Everyone's just coming together.
2: You know, whether it's somebody, you know, somebody you you don't know, you know that you all went through the same experience. You were all Mm -hmm. there for that same reason Mm -hmm. and you all gave a part of yourself to try to make things better. Do you still have your uniform? Uh, I do. I do. Uh, Evan actually pulled it out a couple years ago for Halloween. (laughs) Honey, what? Halloween (laughs) did. And how did it fit? It fit him a lot
0: better than it would fit him. (laughs) And and the name tag on the uniform was brown. Perfect. Worked out nicely. Army and Navy, they don't really hate each other. They just hate each other for like four hours on a Saturday in December. Is that Uh, that right?
2: Yes. Uh, I mean, our, our time at the Naval Academy, the first thing that you learn is beat Army. From, from the time West
1: Point, you beat Navy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, you know, it's funny. I was doing a little
0: Under Armour shopping and, you uh-huh. know, Navy is um, outfitted by Under Armour. Yes. Right. Yep. They're one of the Maryland school. I think one of the yes. first Maryland schools that uh, that Under Armour had a uh, had a partnership with. And I was actually looking for Navy gear. But the problem is, is that all of the gear says like, Helm, yeah, beat yep. Army. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, I was looking for something a little more neutral. Because uh-huh. that way, yeah, you I know, do have a lot of army friends, and I was yeah, concerned want, if I you don't want to pick a side. Yeah, and I haven't. An, I have an army shirt, and That's I wanted right. the navy shirt. So depending on where actually, I'm going I know to... a
1: couple whose whose wife was navy and the husband was army. Yeah, can imagine oh, wow. what this like in that house.
0: Well, and, and if you read the John Feinstein book, The Civil War about the army navy mm-hmm. rivalry, yep. they actually have a small exchange program yes. where. You know, members of, of each academy can uh, switch for I don't know if it's a year, or a semester, semester year, a semester. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure that they, <laughs> I'm sure that's hell on wheels for, yes. for the for the exchange student.
2: It but. is, especially when Army Week comes. You yeah, oh. know, week before the Army Navy game, uh-huh. it's 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 open season. I better the, to do on the, the spring, <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> great Don't during football season. Yeah.
1: Now, so yeah. one of the things we have here on our show is when dads offer advice to other dads. Given your background, your experience, military, where you are now, we call it dad advice. So, to all of our listeners out there, if you could offer some kind of advice as a dad, what dad advice would you offer them? Uh,
2: uh, the best I can offer is you know try to uh, figure out what what is your kids want to do, mm-hmm. and uh, try to do your best to make that work for them. Uh, it, you know, it's not not anything real profound or, or very deep, mm-hmm. but um, it, it's the best I can do. You know, sometimes is you know try to give your kids the best life you can and push them the direction they want to go. Nice. Good stuff. stuff. I love the theme. Mm
0: -hmm. Andy Brown was our guest on bad to the dad. Andy, I will say it. Thank you for your service. Once again, thank you. Again, uh, Navy Annapolis grad, as well as Navy veteran. And we really appreciate you telling us your story, both about your military service, but also uh, what you do with your family. And again, the, the other adventure that you had and, Uh, having the experience of raising a premature child. Looks like everything is working out just fine.
2: Yes, everything is great.
0: Andy, thanks again. No, thank you. We are Bad to the Dad. You can download us wherever you find podcasts. We are bad to the dead and we again would like to thank Andy Brown our guest. You know this is the week where we're really celebrating veterans. We know Veterans Day was last week, yes. but we feel we should be celebrating veterans all the time and we appreciate him telling us his story about Annapolis, about his service in the Navy, about his family, especially with uh, Evan, uh, who was born premature.
1: I think we're
0: we're raising awareness about a a lot of different things. But again, the centerpiece of of this broadcast was about veterans. Mm -hmm. So again, if you're in the active service anywhere around the world or a veteran, thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for your service. Uh, Especially the selfless service that you partake in. And Coach, you know, at the top of the show... We were so excited talking about our weeks when it came to The Mandalorian, yes. Ford vs. Ferrari, movies, yes. zip-popping, softball. They forgot to tell me the story about a squirrel.
1: Yes. Yeah, no, it's It's a heck of a story. Um, I'm not sure. Have you ever had squirrels in your attic? We, we've had some kind of animal. I think it was a raccoon or a possum. Well, we heard some noise in, the, in our attic. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe it would go away. And so it kind of came back and eventually there was a night that it, it just it was just really loud. We heard scratching. and then my daughter, my youngest Brie, kept complaining. She kept hearing this stuff in the attic. I'm lying next to her at two o'clock in the morning. And frankly be truth be told, it's not up in the attic. It's like in the wall. I can hear them like right next. Oh. To- I didn't say a thing to Bri. I did not want her to freak out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so next morning I call, we live in West Orange. Advantage um, Pest Control. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give a shout out to Rick Brill, Advantage uh, Pest Control. They'd make a great Orange. sponsor if they were uh, interested. If they were interested in sponsoring, mm-hmm. I would let them sponsor. Uh, he comes out within you know an hour, and he brings one of his guys. And I got I mean, it, I mean, come on, you're your Pest Control. I mean, what does it take to be one? It's like Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> they come in the they pack, have, like, the yeah. pack, and then they have right. the trap. You know, and so they go around the house. They go, oh. We noticed there's a hole right above your daughter's window. Mm. And so they go up into the attic. And uh, first of all, when the noise was going on, I wanted to open up the attic to see what's going on. I was, my, Jessa would not, she said, if you want to stay married to me, you're not going up there. You're going to be taking on a squirrel. No. Small but feisty. But I'm a man. Yeah, but a squirrel is fast. No, but I got have claws. Well, I'm a man mm-hmm. and I got to take care of my family and I figured I got those, those little those little camp those little um, yeah, flashlights.
0: That little, that flash little flash miner's lights. lantern is yes, not going to help you against a hungry squirrel. But all, squirrel. all I
1: want to do is just kind of lift up the thing no. and then kind of poke my head through but then, of course, you envision the, the squirrel whatever coming like slamming yes. in my face and getting, screaming yes. and freaking us like out. Like Adam Sandler movie. Exactly. Uh-huh. So, squirrel don't care, Eddie. So, no, they, so I I respected my wife. I, I took I took it like a man. Sounds like you respected The squirrels. I took it like a man. Uh, So they come into the house. They go up to the attic, and I'm sitting there waiting. I'm like, "So what'd you find?" He goes, "Well, we found a dead squirrel." I'm like, "No, really?" He's like, "Yeah, a dead squirrel." And so yeah, yeah, yeah. So they kind of found where the hole was by my daughter's room, and they could see where the uh, all the uh, the mess the mess was right. Uh Uh, And they said, "It doesn't seem like they're here now." So what we have to do, if they're hiding, what we do is you put on a special door outside the hole. This way, if they have to get out, they can get out, but they can't get back in. And so I'm talking, and I'm trying. I'm a I'm a proud member of the man's club. Let me tell you something. I'm a proud member of the man's club. I pay my membership dues. Hmm. I take pride. Got a card? Well, I, I, I'm a card carrying guy. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, I felt less of a man. But what does he do? He throws this dead squirrel. And it lands right next to my face. And I look over. I'm like, oh, God. It was disgusting. It was a rotted out, disgusting dead squirrel. And I said, does that now qualify for me to still keep my man's card? Because I saw a dead squirrel. You might have to join a different chapter. <laughs> so <About> The non-squirrel capturing <laughs> club of men. You know, so big story. I mean, uh, long story, uh, a little bit shorter. Uh, we have the door out there. Dead squirrel is out have heard nothing. Uh, Why don't and I, you mount it and say you hunted it? <laughs> they put it in a bag. He goes, can you bring us one of those little shopping bags so we can get rid of it? A shopping bag? So it's not some special no. sanitary bag no, no, that they used no. to dispose of? They had blue gloves on, and they, they go, give me the blue gloves. I'm not sure they had green gloves, yellow gloves. Give me the blue gloves. Do they blue own those gloves? gloves? So I guess there was some kind of a special special kind of glove with Scroll the blue gloves. removing glove. And they removed it. They took it out. Uh, they did not put it in my trash. They took it with them. I don't know. Maybe they make some kind of uh, necklace out of the, uh, the oh, dead squirrel. Yeah, that that's, that's popular. Now. But we have not yet heard any noises. So they did the job. They did the job. You know
0: that, that's quite a story, Randy. You know when you told me you had squirrels in your attic, mm-hmm. I thought you meant something more metaphorical. Well, like you would you're think having so. some problems in a different kind of upstairs. Well, that would that would make sense.
1: <laughs> Next week, our final episode of the Five season. Final episode. episode. Don't We're here. you worry. We'll be back in the winter. But wait. I mean, is that hard to believe? Episode two is going to be wrapped up next week. It's a special episode, right? Time flies when you're podcasting. Yeah, We're going to speak to a very special guest
0: who's uh, gone through some things in life, but has really turned his life around. He's not only a great dad, but Uh he's a successful business owner, Uh and he's going to talk to us about that transformation, exercising his own demons and... And just being a, a regular, very cool, productive dude in society. And our episode's called Dad's Giving. Dad's Giving. It's, it's a perfect. Of, uh, it's the perfect. Of Thanksgiving. Dad's Giving. Yeah. Can't wait for it. Dads, thanks for listening and have a great week.